Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that said, on with today's episode. Welcome into the Irish NFL show where we recapped every division within the AFC, the NFC. Now it's time for our way too early look at the week one picks. Delighted to have Connor and Colin join me. Colm, uh, we did this last year in June. It was very entertaining. I, I never got an opportunity to reflect on what our picks were and how they materialised. But it, look, we can't wait for the season to start. It's always enjoyable to walk through the games that are ahead of us, especially in week one. Yeah, and I mean, look, it, it's a bit of fun and entertaining. I think what we're saying now may be very different uh, when we get to the season openers in, what, 11 weeks? Or so, um, some of them though, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't be, there'll probably be a few that, you know, will, will still say, yeah, that's my pick and I'm sticking with it. Connor, I tried to find the last time the Bears were favourites going into week one, but you are the favourites. We're going to come to that game later on in this in podcast, but can you remember? Oh, favourites and favourites against the Packers, like those, those are two things that very rarely intersect. That's like some sort of rare astrological phenomenon. Uh, yeah, I, that, that'll take me a bit of research now. I've got to be honest with you, certainly from recent memory it's a long time since we were favored in the season opener and it makes me nervous that we're favored against the Packers given recent history I got through five previous seasons and I couldn't find them so I gave up so there you go it's it's not within the last five years um look we'll crack on and we'll kick off with the Thursday night game uh, opening game of the season and the Lions going to the Chiefs uh, obviously the Super Bowl champions obviously opening the season Chiefs are seven points Favorites as for the uh, handicap line on Points Bet USA. We take our odds from Points Bet USA website. I'll start with you, Connor. Um, I think it shows a measure of where the lines are. That's they're opening the season as the road team because it's been so long where Colin refers to as the factory of sadness. But here we are, Lions going in. It should be a very entertaining game. Do you see, is there a measuring stick game? Do you see realistically how they could go in and win this game? No, I don't be in blood. Or sorry, not that I don't see that they can win it. I just don't think that they will win it for, for a whole host of reasons. Um, one thing worth mentioning over the course of, you know, talking about the, the Bears not, not being favoured in season openers and for very good reasons. The Chiefs not only are by a distance, as many people will know, the best team in the NFL over the past five years in the regular season, like, and it's not even close. Um, they've won their last seven straight season openers. Like Andy Reid is the master at the season opener. He's very rarely lost in his entire coaching career, never mind when he's been over the Chiefs. I think he's only lost one in, in the time that he's been with, with, the, the, with the Chiefs. Um, he's lethal when he has time to plan. He's lethal after a bye week, let, let alone having had the whole off season to plan for a team. Um, from, a, from a Detroit perspective, I think at the same time, though, it, it's a big game for them because if you're going to go from the perennial underdogs to the top dogs, and, and let's remember, they are favored to win the NFC North there's been a lot of off-season feel-good factor about them. You know, a lot of buzz building around them. A lot of feeling, obviously, going right back to Dan Campbell and Hard Knocks as we keep talking about. This is a team that a lot of people, not least their own fans, having dealt with the history that they've had to deal with, you know, really feel like getting behind at the moment and really feel the momentum is building. Like what you don't want to go is do is go in on that big Thursday night game in the season opener 
and lay an absolute egg and get rolled by by the Chiefs. Um, to me, I think the bookies probably have this about right. I see the Chiefs as clear favourites. I don't see them going in and stomping on the lines. And basically, that's what would have happened at any time over the last five, ten seasons or more in a, in a game of this magnitude. You just wouldn't have seen the Chiefs uh, opening the season against the Lions, or rather, you wouldn't have seen the Lions picked to go into a game like this because nobody wants to, to open the season with a dud. So as you say, it, it, it does show a measure of confidence in the Lions, but not enough confidence for me to see them actually win it. Colin, I was trying to reflect on the last time which Super Bowl champion lost an opening on day. I think actually it was when the Patriots lost um, to the Chiefs, in fact, in Foxborough, um, and, and convincingly went um, around the time when uh, Brady was coming towards the end. Maybe there was a few things going on there. Would you agree with Connor on this one? That's it's really again the Chiefs should win, or do you see a kind of a little storyline on the opening week? Well, uh, the Lions' last and only victory in Arrowhead came in 1988 when they won seven uh, six. Uh, I think there'll be a few more points in this one. If the Lions are to have any hope, uh, it is that they need to make this a shootout. And Goff has beaten Mahomes in a shootout before. Big problem. It wasn't in Arrowhead, though. Um, you know, for me, they look at this. I did my research, Brian. They are playing with house money. And so they should go with it, go for it every single fourth down. Uh, just roll the dice on this one. Go for it. Uh, I, I, I got to go with the, the Chiefs, but I imagine Ben Johnson uh, is going to roll out some interesting looks. And Andy Reid will have a few. I think this can be a wildly entertaining season opener. Couldn't get one bet in Jamie O'Connor last season. I haven't even reached the start of the season. And are way too early. Week one picks and he's he's using house money. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I agree, Chiefs. I don't know what that means, by the way. I just read it and thought it would be good to throw it in. No, you use it in context, perfectly. Essentially, it's a freebie. Um, right, we'll crack on the Sunday. I think we're all in agreement. Um, Lions might put up a good performance, Chiefs. Inevitably, we'll probably end up winning the game. Week one, come to your fours, Connor, um, and I'll throw this question at you. Who was under more pressure the week Week one? Panthers or the Falcons in that NFC South game? Probably the, probably the Falcons. I mean, Panthers are starting with a rookie quarterback, so what do you expect from, from Bryce Young? If you look at recent quarterbacks or quarterbacks of recent vintage rookies who've come out, come flying out of the traps, there's, there's quite a smorgasbord of, of guys who've gone on to have really great careers, and guys who've fallen without trace, like you can think of Carson Wentz, 134 passes without an interception, unbelievable rookie season for Philadelphia, has never recaptured that magic since. RG3, lowest interception percentage by a rookie quarterback in history. Um, ben Roethlisberger, of course, famously won his first 14 starts a, a, as a rookie. So there is precedent for a guy coming flying out of the traps, but I don't think anybody really expects that in Carolina, not least because they've traded away what would have been the best offensive weapon he had in, in DJ Moore. So... Um, the Falcons, the more established team, albeit that obviously they're rolling with Desmond Ritter, which kind of sets them back a little bit. Um, you would think that they have a reasonably low ceiling with him in place, even given the exciting skill players that they have around them on, on offense. Having said that, Smith means you probably have a pretty high floor there too. He's a coach that I certainly have a lot of faith in from from, from an offensive perspective. Um, but at, at the end of the season, you would expect the Falcons have more pressure on them to rack up wins than, than the Panthers do, certainly, given given where they're both starting from. Um, I, I think that's fairly clear. Callum, I asked that question because Desmond Ritter only played week 14 to week 17 last year, and only threw his first touchdown in the very last game against the Cardinals. So there's a sense of a rookiness about 
the Falcons, albeit he's played a few games. Frank Reich has had the, had the bad ending in, in Indianapolis. He's going to try, you know, put himself back on the map as a head coach. That's why I look at it as just equal pressure for both sides. Where do you see this game? What a loss, albeit very early on in June. Well, it's interesting when you mention Frank Reich because um, the Panthers' very first regular season game was a week one game against the Falcons. And who was the starting quarterback for the Panthers on that particular occasion? One Frank Reich. So uh, truly it is coming full circle uh, in this. I, I think this could be another mouthwatering game. I mean, you got Bryce Young, Frank Reich, and um, obviously there's not going to be a whole lot of, uh, you know, tape on what want to be the college tape um, going up against the, the Falcons. As you said, Ritter hasn't played much, but loads and loads of, of weapons. Uh, this is a game where, you know, I think it's the I-85 rivalry, they call it. You get lots of fans from either team um, on the road. Uh, I think there'll be a pretty raucous atmosphere because the Panthers kind of feel, you know, things are in, in better shape. But the the um, the Falcons have, I think, a very entertaining offense. I think this would be a very close one, but I have the Falcons to edge it. Hawkins three points favorites in this game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. I think I've seen too many times in which the Falcons have gone into a season opener with reasonably strong expectations to win the game and hasn't materialized. So I'll I'll go Carolina in this game to get off to a fair start with the rookie. Connor, you you can close this one out. Your pick. Yeah, I'm go, I'm gonna go Falcons as well. I can't see Carolina winning this one un, unless Bryce shows us something, which I'd also be excited to see. I wouldn't mind being wrong in that one if if we're gonna see an exciting you know, rookie quarterback in Carolina. Okay, so two against one in this one. And I, I have a funny feeling we won't be on the next one. Um, the Tom Brady era is over. It's it, I think it's Baker Mayfield. Or maybe it's Kyle Trask. We'll, see, we'll soon find out after training camp. Going as a team that I suppose people still expect to be strong this season in the Minnesota Vikings. At home, Vikings minus six and a half point favorites. A lot of people feel, I can see this game be the one everybody's picking in their last man standing NFL competitions you know, in the opening weekends. Vikings at home. Connor, I got to you first. Um, is he any situation where the Bucks go win win this game? I mean, the trouble with the way too early picks is you, you, you're you're very very reluctant to move off the Vegas line for any of them because there's there's so many unknowns. Obviously, that there, there will be fewer unknowns when we're doing this closer to the actual kickoff. But I think the the Vikings are going to feel aggrieved that they got really very little respect last year, despite winning the division at a counter, nearly securing the number one seed in the in in the NFC. You know, everyone pretty much is expecting them to regress this year. But you think a season opener like this is a good way to start because they should have the beating of the books um, and they should be able to start disproving the doubters. Um, as you say, not necessarily a slam dunk that Baker starts, um, but if you're looking for a reason to be hopeful from a books perspective, if it is Baker, ultimately he's a guy who flatters to deceive, but he should still be in the flattering phase in, in, in Tampa Bay, right? So he's the kind of guy who can come in in a game like this um, and, and actually put something up and, and, and have a bit of fun, just as he did when he showed up in the, in the Rams briefly last season and led them to that um, to that improbable win with the, with, with a great um, walk off touchdown drive. Um, so who knows? Maybe he could maybe he can do that. But you, again, it, it's very hard to make the case for them. And this is, as you say, probably one of your bankers for for last man standing for week one. Colin, you are still high on the uh, the Vikings winning. We did our NFC North preview. You were in carried away with the Lions. You would expect them to be winning this game. Addison, you know, first round pick, another weapon for 
for Kirk Cousins and, and in a season that looks like it's his last potentially Minnesota where he become a free agent he will want to make a point having seen the way the season ended for him last year yeah and I mean look these two teams don't meet often and the Bucks struggle uh, when they go up to Minnesota it's over a decade since they last won up there and you mentioned Kirk Cousins he is playing in the early window slot this is what Kirk absolutely loves um, but for me, this is all about Brian Flowers and seeing what the Vikings defense looks like. I expect them to see a lot more man coverage. I expect we'll see a lot more disguise. But I also think we'll probably see um, far more takeaways. Uh, that is something that, you know, the, the Dolphins were really, really good at. It's something the Patriots, when Flowers were, was there, were, were really good at. And he is a fantastic head coach. Um, I think Baker Mayfield would have preferred um, to pro- probably, you know, at least 29 other defensive coordinators that he would have preferred to go up a- against in week one. So, yeah, I would expect the Vikings to get the victory in this one. But once again, you can never you, you can never rely on the Vikings. Absolutely not. No, certainly if you're betting on them, that's for, for absolutely sure you can can rest assured if you're betting them you're going to lose nine times out of ten well not last season but we've seen it so many times in the past where they let us all down closing out the segment of this uh, part of the show it's a really juicy one AFC North I don't think the Bengals will like this one I think the Bengals would have preferred anything else but going into Cleveland on the opening weekend in season lost there last year are going in as uh, slight favourites two and a half point favourites I'm going to jump in here for us I'm going to go with the Browns on this one I think the Bengals over the last few seasons have started slowly, give or take, and only won some games, but they, they haven't set the ground running like we may be seeing in the second half of the season. And I think the Browns will come out looking to prove a point. So I'm going to go early on this one. I'm going to pick the Browns. Colin, I'll jump in with you next. Uh, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think you're right in terms of the Bengals would have preferred a different start because they have lost five in a row in Cleveland. And the the Browns will be coming out looking to make a point, and they made some you know very good uh, signings over the the off season. Um, Dalvin Tomlinson, as Darius Smith, and um, you know um, Juan Thornhill. So their their defense, you imagine, should be improved. The question is is on the quarterback. Um, but, you know, the there's a, I suppose on the Browns side, there's also a new defensive coordinator. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but Joe Burrow, uh, you know, is is Joe cool? He's added um, an additional sexiness with the new haircut. It's very difficult to to see past. I, like they're going to be so focused this year. They've got, still got the three amigos, and they need to make the most of that. And um, I, I think, yeah, there, there'll be plenty of kind of bad blood in this. But I think the Bengals finally get a, a victory um, in Cleveland. Snazzy haircuts and house money economies all over week one so far, Connor. <laughs> Where do you see this game? We're in all such a, such a great game. Never mind the fact that it's so early in the season, but um, a nice juicy one that they put together to start the season. Yeah, but it, it won't be follicular fortitude that'll swing and it'll be intestinal fortitude at the end of the day because it is a sticky one, as you've both said, the, the Ohio Derby. Probably not the way the Bengals would have wanted to start the season, but this is kind of a a prove it game for them for me you know I think I've been been, been saying it a couple of times during the offseason obviously the goal for them is the Super Bowl I think the best path there for them is is they got to get the number one seed they don't want to be going on the road again in a championship game should they find themselves at that lofty 
um, plinth towards the end of the season. And that means they have no room for error in these games. They just simply have to beat every team they're expected to beat. Um, Browns looked a lot less than the sum of the parts when, when Watson got back, as we know, last season. Pressure there is, like, he's got to start performing at something close to the level that convinced the Browns to abandon their dignity to sign him in the first place. If he doesn't show something quickly, the situation could get very ugly in Cleveland. They've, they've known plenty of ugly over the years. Um, still fancy the Bengals to come the right side out of this when you, you kind of feel that they they have to and, and they'll want to go in there and start the season strong as obviously every team will but for the Bengals every single one of these counts and they've got to go into town and, and, and really put it on the Browns Such a tough one for both teams to start off the season that concludes our fourth segment of the Irish NFL show looking at week one